So, welcome guys back to the Loquacious Podcast. This is Tiffany. And today I have a special guest with me. I'm currently at her home, which is why we decided to do this. Um, disclaimer, we've had a couple drinks. So, <laughs> this should be quite fucking interesting. Um, so the guest that I have today is what I call my youngest best friend. And that's because this is like my youngest relationship, but we make 10 years next year. So we've been together quite a while. This is my baby sister that I never asked for. And the reason I say this is because I'm the baby of every relationship. I'm the seventh kid. I'm way off from the sister that's like before me. She's eight years older. So I've been the baby in every situation. My best friends I've had since birth are three years older. So when I got to college, I got with a group of people that were actually younger than me. And so I became the oldest in the group, which is fucking weird. But the guest that I have today, she came into my life right as I was about to go into grad school. And she was actually a freshman in undergrad. So there's no reason we should have even met, but we did. And through the process, um, she became my sorority sister. So welcome, Jazz. Problem, complete fucking problem. But this is my mini me. This is my oh, my shit. mini that I have met. Uh, the first time we ever talked and found out we were friends, we got on the phone for the first time, and we were on the phone for three or more hours. We was on the phone all night, like yes. at least five. Hell no, because at one point you was like, "Bitch, I oh that is go. true." You was like, "It's daylight outside." <laughs> The first time, y'all. Not like we've been talking for a while. No. The first time ever on the phone. We were on the phone all night. And we started from birth and worked our way to that day. So there was no way when I got off this phone that this could not be my best friend. (laughs) Like, why am I telling my whole life story to this person? Like, okay, on a Sunday, March 24th, I was born. Like, we literally started from birth. And I no. wish that was a joke, but it's really not. <laughs> so we've known each other inside Why, and I out. Cuss on this shit? Yeah. Oh, shit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So the first thing that I do on here is a word association. So I'm going to give you 10 words. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're going to tell me <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind when you hear these words. Okay. Um, and then I have the choice. (laughs) I think. Then I have the choice to pick one of the words that I want to dig deeper and be like, why the fuck did you answer that way? Okay. All right. So the first word is window. Blaze. Okay. Um, green. Blue. I don't know. Relapse. Voyage. Anchor. Okay. Spoiled. Run. <laughs> Mary. Medicine. 
kind of like carrot, like a carrot cake. <laughs> carrot cake, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, paint. Tur. <laughs> Not tur. <laughs> I ate it here. Life. The movie. And your last one is gender. Female. Okay. <gasps> Bitch, I'm so lost that I can't even choose one to take deeper. <laughs> I think mine was Mary, because you said medicine. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. Bitch, you've been watching this Mary shit. medicine. Yeah, <laughs> you were telling me about the shit with Jeremy. Shit, I couldn't get it out of my head. I don't know. The first thing I heard was Mary. I said, medicine. Shit. <laughs> I do watch Mary yeah, to Medicine. Yeah, you got them talking about that shit. It was yeah. my brain. Okay, so what she's talking about is I was describing to her um, a skit that I saw on, I believe it was Instagram or somewhere, but it was this woman who was like, her husband walked in and he saw her watching something and she tried to like quickly describe the show that she was watching and he pretended not to be interested but by the end of it she had to start the whole show over because he ended up asking a million questions and really wanting to know about it and i feel like that is just typical of a man <laughs> like and for me it was married to medicine like i told jeremy the basics of it and then all of a sudden he asking a million questions i want to know everything about everybody but two seconds ago you didn't give a fuck like it's just weird <laughs> it's, so yeah, that's where she got that from. Now, now it makes sense. But at the moment, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because when I think about Mary, I thought you would have would have went like happy, like Mary and happy, or Mary as shit. In... I probably could have thought of something else if you put that other <laughs> shit in my head. Shit, I couldn't have. But then I thought about Mary as in like married, and you were recently married, so I thought you would have been shit, like. I <laughs> shit with this shit right here fresh on my brain. Shit, I couldn't think of that shit. Well, damn. Just, we okay. gonna restart. Act like nothing ever happened. Fuck. That's not a thing. Man, what was yours, man? Get That was mine. Was Mary? all yours. Mary was that one. <laughs> not shit. all of them. Yeah. Shit, I wanna know now. I don't what know. What if we had someone that met? Um, no, we didn't. Because when you said green... I said blue, man. You asked me green. You said blue, and I thought weed. <laughs> Dude, so, I like, I've been watching so many of them now. Color shows with that baby girl. I oh, yeah, like, that is true. Green, so I just automatically thought of another color. And, like, when I said window, I was like, glad. She was like, yeah. What you thought? <laughs> you better not be on no peekaboo ass shit. What you was thinking? <laughs> I don't want to say because I'd have to sing it. Oh, it's my window. Uh-huh. And I can't stand right. <laughs> That's what came to mind for me. We just need to start this bitch over. <laughs> That's good. But it's not about me. I just want you to know about your word association. Oh, so no. the next thing that we're going to talk about is current events. Is there anything that you've seen in the news or heard about that, like, sparked your interest lately? Girl, the girl who, um, from Charlotte, North Carolina, went yeah. to, what, girl? She went I, to Cabo. I didn't like it. I didn't like that. Everything bitch. about it is not fucking right. Like, lied so to the mom, all that shit. They lied to the mom. I didn't like it. First, everybody's story was different. 
Then the fact that they moved locations after the first day that the girl was there throws me off. Then the video that just came out of her naked and the girl was like whooping her ass and she was not fighting back. And the dad was like, she's not a fighter. Like, that's just not what she does. Like, everything about it freaks me out. And for me, what relates is I was just talking to one of our sorors about doing a group trip. And I told her that I wanted it to be a couple's trip, but I needed it to be with people that I knew and I was comfortable with. And I guess I didn't think as far as like this situation with this girl, but now that I do, it resonates in that sense of like, I don't want to go anywhere with people I don't know because you never know what the fuck could happen. And that shit is not cool. Like she was there with another guy that her family trusted, but he didn't keep up with her or like protect her. So to me, that is just crazy. You caught her and told her to fight back. Right. And it was just, I don't know. But that ties into my current event of the Idaho students. Have you heard about them? They got killed? Yes, four of them. I didn't, like, really hear about what happened. I just know kids got killed. Okay, so it's four students from Idaho. They were all in the house together. It was really six of them in the house. Four of them were murdered. Two got away. They still haven't really figured out how the other two got away. Which is iffy to me, because then that means you possibly could be a suspect. Like, how the fuck did the two of y'all get out? Right. But four other people to get out from one guy stabbing them. So and oh, somebody stabbed? Yeah, so it's I supposed to be a stabbing. About shooting. No, from what I've heard, it's stabbing. Where the hell was everybody at? Different parts of the house? Right. How nobody, we... nobody was like, this dude stabbing one of our friends. Let's beat him Bingo. down. Bingo. Or you're getting stabbed like, and you're uh, not yelling? They need to check them other people. Something don't matter. It's like something not adding up. Mm-hmm. But then the article I saw today that fucked me over was that they were saying the cops just started their investigation. So, like, there were tire tracks in the in the ground, like, where the house was. They just started tracking those and recording those, like, in the last day or two. Not since it started. So, now you've had rain. You've had weather that have talked with other it. Other people. You could have had other people going through there, being nosy. And now their tire prints are there. So, now you add to it. Like, something just seems really fucking off. And one of the girls that died, her sister has been, like, the one reporting and been, like, anybody in the area, y'all need to get the fuck out because this person is still at large and they don't know who the fuck it is. So she was the one going around telling people, not the cops. Mm-mm. Something doesn't seem right. But my question for you was, since you're a new mom and you have a baby that's about to turn two, like, have you thought that far ahead as to, like, what it would be like when he's not in your care? You know, like, I see a lot of people, like, say things like that. I have a black son, these things like that. But I don't, in that sense, I think about it as far as, like, immediate. Like, I don't even think about it far out. I think about it immediate. Right. So many, like, right now, like, we just moved here. And, like, he's tall as the fuck and not even two yet. Right. And... So he towers over the other little kids that, you know, that we mm-hmm. meet, not even going to daycare. He towers over those other little kids, but he's a freaking teddy bear. My baby's so calm, so mm-hmm. sweet, you know, and he's he's not a rowdy kid. Right. However, he's so big. And because, you know what I'm saying, that's a genetics thing. Like, right. he's so big. He's so sweet. 
And I feel like that already labels him as like, oh man, he he's probably aggressive and he's yeah. not, you know. So I don't even get to think that far out because I'm so worried about when he goes to school now or like if he gets right. into a daycare now, like how, you know, how someone else might perceive him to be when he's trying to hug or kiss another kid or something like that. Yeah. Luckily, we've met like some pretty nice people who are like, oh, they're just kids. I see it. You know, one of them works at daycare. She's like, I see it all the time. She was like, oh, you know, he's fine. But to me, I'm just like, that's my baby. Let me go get my baby. Like, yes. I don't want him to Try be to knocking. Him. Yeah, I don't right. want him to be knocking other kids over and stuff like that. But I feel like that's something you start to think about out of the womb. But it's not necessarily so worried about the future. It's worried about right now. Like, it's just... And even the fact that it's you a black have baby. to, right, the, that's what I was getting at, is the right. fact that you have to worry about that as a black parent mm-hmm. is so fucked up. Like, that's not even something you should have to worry about with a one-year-old. Like, is my one-year-old going to be perceived as a threat to somebody else? He's one. He's a baby. Exactly. And like one of the sweetest babies I've ever met. So, but the fact that you have to think about that is fucked up because that makes me think about the other current event that's happening right now with, um, and I hate, I don't know his name, but he is from Texas, I believe. And his girlfriend murdered him. She stabbed him to death in Miami. Did you hear about this? No. So there's another couple. It's a black guy and a white girl. And the first vi- the way I was introduced to them was through a video of her whooping his ass in a elevator. And the whole time he's trying to like block her and be as gentle as possible, even though she's whooping his ass. And then like a couple of days later, it comes out that she stabbed him to death. But they questioned her and let her go. And she went to Hawaii, bitch. And went to a rehab and said she was getting herself together. And they had to, like, after social media got involved is when they were like, okay, maybe she could be a suspect. And they went and picked her up in Miami and brought her back. I mean, went and picked her up in Hawaii and brought her back and charged her and said you could possibly be a suspect. But she had completely got away with it. And when they got there, she was completely soaked in this boy's blood. So it's just like young people are dying in the most fucked up ways. And that was my thing is like, you're sending your kid to school, to college, which is how we met. And we've done some outlandish things that we should not have been fucking doing. (laughs) We just talked about that yesterday. Like, what were we doing there? Just doing shit. Just doing dumbass shit as kids. But we think we're adults. But like, I feel like we had the space and the opportunity to do that based on the community we were in, Mm -hmm. like, even though we were in the hood, (laughs) some shit, like, we were still protected by the people that we were around. And I feel like these kids went to college to go live this amazing life and, like, be something great. They were choosing to do what they have been told is the best way to go. And then their lives have been cut short. And even with the boys, the three boys that were on the football team, I can't think of what school they were at. But one of their former teammates came and shot up the whole bus. You didn't hear about this either? Yeah, I don't know. This is like in the last week. Um, And I hate that I haven't, like, I don't know the research off my hand. But there was three black boys that were shot. And there was a bunch of other people shot, too. They were coming back from some type of trip out of town. And the bus got there. And one of their former roommates, well, former teammates, shot up the bus and killed the three of them and some other people and wounded some other people that were on the bus. But, like, 
the president of the school was honest and he said he, this guy was already under investigation for having a gun. So we've already been investigating him before the situation happened. But, like, you can't even send your kid to college and feel mm-hmm. like they're in a safe environment and, like, they're bettering themselves. Like, these kids are getting killed for no reason. And then it's like the cops aren't taking it serious. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do about that? And you know who I hate it for the worst? I hate it for our great-great-grandparents and our grandparents because to them they're just like, we thought we really were doing better. That is true. Like, I feel like they thought, like, we really were doing better. Like, at some point, you could hear, like, the optimistic, like, tone that your grandparents had mm-hmm. or that they had about, you know, what was happening. Yeah. When, you know what I'm saying? With Martin Luther King and all that, you know, and, and they had Malcolm X. And I feel like they got really, really optimistic. Uh, you know, people start really doing better. And it's just like... Is it that really, is, like is it really bad or is it just like you know what I'm saying? Is is what we're is what we're going through really like a is it just a new kind of bad? Because it's like right. it's always been bad, you know, because just imagine how our grandparents feel like, oh, you know, they weren't having all these shoes like they're having at schools and like in just mm-hmm. the two thousands, I'm pretty sure you can't count on one hand. Or two, how many school shoes you know about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know the famous ones, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's so many mass shootings, school shootings, different things like that. So just imagine the disgust that our parents and their peers had, you know, looking at this. And so it's just like, is is it just a new kind of bad right now that we're going through? Because right. it's like something's always bad. Like something's always What's going, going on. on. You know? <laughs> like, dang. And it's just like right now this is... This just this don't is their new normal. Yeah, like our thing is like. I just really wish bad, I knew more, like or something. I, don't know. I knew I, I wish I knew more about like gun laws and how they're made and like what I can personally do to like contribute to that because I feel like there definitely needs to be something. Your husband is military. There's no way that the military grade equipment that he is using should be given to an 18-year-old just on the street. To me, that doesn't make sense. Okay, mind you, they are giving them to 18-year-olds in the Army. Right. But that is under supervision. (laughs) And they know about it. And it's their equipment. But, like, why does any 18- to 21-year-old need that shit? Or anyone that's not in the military need AR-15s? What the fuck is the point of that? they buy them, like... Like it's in ball, like they're fucking like, jays. Like, These are not shoes, bitch. This is a gun. This is a lethal weapon. What are you talking about? Bro, and be, and then you know they claim they are so ready to use them, but my things in it in a high intense stress situation, I I don't think I would want that because you have, especially if you have kids, you have to put that sun gun together basically. You right. got because you have you have one thing in one spot, you have the gun in another, and it's big. So you have you have to lug the gun out. You have to lug your mag mm-hmm. out from wherever you hid it from, away from the kids. And it's just like that's for single people who are riding with it on their front seat. And then, mm-hmm. and to me, I still wouldn't do that just off the strength that. Like, people are always being nosy. How many times mm-hmm. have we walked to your car and just glanced over at the other car just to make sure, you know? Like so, you're going to see, you know what right. I'm saying? You're going to see whatever is over there. So, I, I feel like, you know, people are just being reckless at that point. Like, they're just doing it just to say they have it or just to think that it's cool because the safety aspect of it, 
you would literally have to like, you know what I'm saying, see see a mass shooting taking place, see that as one shooter, and try to go stop that person. That's yeah. I, I see that being, you know what I'm saying, with an AR-15. But right. you have people going out here just like, yeah, somebody come up on me, I got them. <laughs> they may have you. Right. You, got a damn, you got a damn gun long as your arm and you want to talk about I got them. You might yeah. not. You you may not. It just never made sense to me. And I've just really started shooting guns, to be honest, in the last probably two years. And I felt like it was just necessary for me to at least know how to load, unload, and shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. Based off of just the era that we live in. Like, I feel like there's no way you can't know. And so, by us living so remote... I'm by I'm at home by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure I knew what I was doing for gun safety because most of the time people may have guns in the house and not use them, mm-hmm. but most you're more lethal to yourself than the other person if you don't know what right. you're doing. So that's why Jeremy kind of made sure like I knew what was going on, I knew how to load it. If I'm there by myself and I'm in danger, I know how to use it without hurting myself. Right. But like that's not my forte. I don't want to have to live like this. <laughs> And I feel like we have no choice. Like, so much shit is going fucking down. So you got to know what's going on. You have to have a gun. And it's not my, it's not what I want for myself, but I feel like I have to at this Mm -hmm. point. I feel like, I feel like right now we're living in a do or die. Like, you know, I feel like it's do or die. I don't want to live like this. Because, like, just the thought. Now, anybody listening, I want y'all to know I got good motherfucking names, so don't come at me with the bullshit. I, I even have the first target I ever shot. It is hanging bro, in on... the fucking kitchen, bro. In the fucking kitchen. It is hanging in that kitchen. Every time we get on FaceTime, shit. Because I want anyone to know who walks through my door, this bitch got good. Hey, don't fuck with her. Everything is a nine or an eight. Ain't nothing underneath. And that was my first time shooting. I kept that bitch. And I swear to you, as soon as I can get it in the frame, it's going to forever be in my house. Because I need people to know, when you walk in this bitch, be experienced. <laughs> and if you're not, I advise you to walk back at you come I'm, with it. Because I'm come mind. and come correct. Come with it on your mind. You better get me before I get you. Because it's happening. It is going down. So my other current event that's not related to this, it's a little bit lighter, is August Alcino. Shit, I hope. God <laughs> damn. She tried to burn me on all this shit. Hell, we done went to slavery. We done went to goddamn scooches. Goddamn what we ain't going to talk about. Shit, wake me up. Goddamn, my poor baby. Goddamn. <laughs> shit, don't be playing on my heartstrings. To my second episode, you know, I'm not for the bullshit. I do not like coming out stories. I don't feel it is necessary to me. It is a complete piece of bullshit. So he, for the people that don't know, August Alcina is the guy that is best known, which is horribly known for his 
entanglement, which is also in air quotes, with Jada uh, Smith, Pinkett Smith. And he just recently, he's on this new show and he's um, had this moment where he was like, I found new love. I'm discovering what love is. And he brought a guy out. And so everybody now is saying that he, that was his coming out story and he's gay and this is the guy that he was. So for me, I don't see it that way. He, he didn't kiss him, which is very intimate. He gave him a hug and he dapped him up. So I feel like this is somebody that came into his life and showed him what love is, but that's not a romantic partner. But even if it is, who gives a fuck? Like, why did he have to go through all that? To me, it shouldn't be as big of a story as it is. It's just like, this is somebody he loves. So what is your take on that whole situation? Well, I feel like when it started coming out about with the Jada Pinkett and Will Smith stuff, they were, everybody was kind of like, you know, he was with both of them. It started out with him being with both of them. I have heard that lately. You know, and so he ended up just going to primary Jada, you know, and, and you know, and then it just kind of. So basically, like, back, he was know? there for Jada and Will, yeah. but then it became to where she became more emotionally attached. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, it was, you know, it was pretty much them, you know. But, I mean, I get that vibe from him that, like, not necessarily saying that he's sweet, he's gay or anything like that. But saying, like, I get that vibe from him that he can love any being. Mm-hmm. Like I, he I just seems open minded. Like I, I get that vibe from him that you know he's awakened. You know he's in tune with himself on a and on he's a, willing on a to deeper accept level, love you know? from anyone. Exactly. So it's like that could be his man. You know that could be his partner. But I feel like even if it wasn't, just off the strength, somebody showing pure like love, concern, and genuineness for him. Like mm-hmm. I feel like. That taps on his heartstrings. It doesn't matter what they are to him. So I feel like everyone needs love and validation. And I feel like he's like lacked that in so many areas because like Jada kind of like just threw him, you know what I'm saying? You know, and they didn't really have his background. (coughs) I mean, she tried to say it, you know, really easy going, but I don't feel like he felt okay. I don't. Mm -mm. I don't feel like he. I don't feel like he had. He was like, you know. We, it was like us, he felt you know validated you know, and like, like we had yeah. we had each other like this was serious like yeah. you know what i'm saying we we had love for each other girl you showed me some stuff like you right. know what i'm saying and i feel like he kinda, and at the time that he, he was, was like sad, really you know? sick and taking care of his nieces i feel like he just he just he needed somebody to be there and she was there and then it, i'm pretty sure that probably felt like betrayal like mm-hmm you going on with your like, life and like telling your story. so much. Like, I yeah. feel like even with that, I feel like he's still, like, I feel like he's so in tune with her. Like, even even with that stuff that happened, I do I do feel like she brought a love to him that, that nobody else has. And so for him to get that same energy from somebody, regardless of who it was, yeah. it's, it's familiar and he wants it. And I, I, hey, man, grief is something serious. And, you know, he having to grief the loss of her because... I mean, you think but they can go out and be seen? But he's been going through grief for a long time. That's what I'm saying. Cause, like, even through his family, because he's taking care of his nieces, because I'm not sure who passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie on it. <laughs> but somebody passed away, and he ended up getting custody and taking like care of his nieces. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's been grieving. And then he's probably grieving himself because he's so sick. Mm-hmm. So, like, the life he thought he was going to have, he doesn't have. But I don't know. Like, 
I, there's two sides for me. So I'm happy that he felt comfortable enough to come out and say something, whether that's his lover or just his friend, mm-hmm. because of the rap community as a whole is just like very homophobic. Right. So I feel like he did something big in that part, but I don't want it to be big. Like I'm so irritated. Like, I just want it to be fucking normal. Like this dude came out and said he loves someone. Why does it matter what's in between this person's legs? Like, Ooh, it just drives me insane. I just want everybody to love whoever the fuck they love and I want them to not be judged or to have to be this big headline and thing. Like, mm-hmm. they they just love this person. Like, I'm ready for our world and our commitment to just being, to just be. Like, I don't want it to have to be. So what I was talking to my guest on the second episode was just like, I don't want it to have to be to where... Someone has to come out. They have Mm -hmm. to sit their whole family down and be like, by the way, I'm gay. Because nobody is walking around this bitch saying, by the way, I'm straight. Like, that's just fucking weird. Like, who's who's announcing this shit? Like, I didn't ever have to. When you start looking at stuff like that, it really fucks with you. Like, just to be like... (laughs) Damn, that's, that's nobody is announcing weird. whatever people consider to be normal. But if anything is out of the normal, you got to announce it. And you, know, you have you to like have a whole know. sit down. It's yeah. like an intervention situation. And it's like, but and then why? It's always the, are you sure? It's the, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Like, this is man, me. Do you know how much it took to walk in this room and <laughs> let this out? You mean to tell me? And that's what I want to be normal is that there's not that point of anxiety. Like, what are they going to say? Who's going to love me? Who's going to be there for me? Like, even with your son, like, if there's any differentiation from what is considered normal, I don't want it to be a question. Like, I want him to feel comfortable to say whatever he has to say, which is all my best friend's kids. I'm like that with them. I'm very open and honest. Like, if you don't feel comfortable with your mom or your dad, like, I'm here. I'm your safe space to talk about these things because it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to love you regardless. But I'm just ready for it, which I feel like maybe not the generation after us, but the generation after that, mm-hmm. I feel like they're the ones that really don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who started the whole non-binary. Like started right now. They mm-hmm. don't give a damn right now. No, I'm telling no, the, the kids that people are raising right now don't give I, they're they're they they're not gonna have a way to give a fuck because they're gonna understand like shit. Okay, shit's bad, but it's it's just the bad that's going on right now. It'll right. be another bad in a couple months, and it'll be fine. Like, and hopefully, you know bad won't be sexuality. Like right. it's just it'll just it be can like, be fluid. Know? It'll be normal. It's like okay, my friend has two dads, and my friend has two moms, and like mm-hmm. that's normal. Like I just want it to be yeah. fucking normal. So, my next part is called Pump and Dump, which, your mom, here we go again. I feel like I have so many moms on this show that I have to explain. We're not talking about breastfeeding. Um, this is literally just like, what gets your, your heart pumping? What is on your mind right now that you just need to dump out, get off your chest to not feel that anxiety or that, that angst anymore? Is there anything that you need to pump and dump? I feel like I don't have anything that I would want to like dump <laughs> because and hear me out when I say this 
I have a lot of stuff on my mind, but right now I don't feel comfortable dumping. The reason why I don't feel comfortable dumping is because right now I'm learning to sit in my shit, is what I call it. Okay. And it's basically like, you know, just owning my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of situations, like, it's just like, oh my gosh, why is life acting like this? Life is lifing, but... Girl, some of that shit I put myself in. So, I got to just sit in there right now, understand how not to go back, um, how not to go backwards, how not to go back to old shits that put me in worse situations or different things like that. But it's just owning my shit. So, right now, I don't really have anything that I can dump. I'm more so just learning to sit in my shit, like embracing the suck right now because I know it's because it always gets better later. Like it it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like no matter what it is, it always gets better. So just embracing it, feeling where I am right now because I prayed for this so many years ago. And like, you know, the stresses that I have now, like I was dreaming about having the success that I have, but the stress that comes with the success it's something, you know, it, it, it comes with it. It comes with the territory. That shit so is crazy. I don't really, you know, I don't really So, what are the, I think it was on episode two. My guest told me sometimes you have to just be okay with where you're at. And, like, where you're at is what you prayed for. And that, I think since she said that, that kind of sat with me because, like, that's true. Like, there was a point where I prayed to be where I am. And now that I'm here, it's like I was happy for it in the beginning and, like, thankful for it. And then very quickly it switched to what's next. Now I don't have this. What about this, God? Now I need that. So this situation seems shitty because I want to get to the next level. But yet, this situation I'm in right now seemed blissful when I was praying for it. So you kind of have to sit and be like, okay, I'm where I pray to be, even though it's not where I want to be permanently. Mm -hmm. So I get it sitting in your shit and just, I guess, um, evaluating would be the best word. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, how did I get here? This is where I wanted to be. How do I get to the next step? So instead of complaining or being like things aren't going the way I wanted to go. Just realizing it's a process. Yeah. Like it's a process. Like I didn't get here overnight, so I won't get to the next stage overnight. And it may happen overnight. And then I might fall back on my ass a couple steps. <laughs> but then the next day, you know what I'm saying? I might have the same day for a whole year. Mm-hmm. But you know, I might just skyrocket. You right. know, on that on that you know, it just you just never know but it's embracing the process because at the end of the day, like, it could have been worse. That's true. And shoot, with some of the stuff we've done in life, sometimes you think if it should be worse. <laughs> <laughs> life be lifing. We be tripping. We, you know, we, you know, we would like to think that we do everything that we're supposed to do, but we know. Hell we, no, we, we know, know you. You know what I'm saying? We be liking to act like that, but we know. Make sure you chew. We know. So, you know. It's that's good. Good. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> so, my pump and dump goes back to what we were talking about with our grandparents. So, what I've been talking about a lot lately is education. And I've been watching this show. 
um, one of the Real Housewives, and one of the sons is about to go to college. And the mom is freaking out because the boy seems like he doesn't want to go. Backstory, this kid has owned his own business for the last three years. So in his mind, he don't need to go to college. He thinks he can find a mentor that's willing to take him in for the next year, teach him all he needs to know about business, and he can just continue on what he was doing. So my pump and dump is around education. I feel like for us, we met in college, and you were just coming into college, and I was going into grad school. So what was your, I guess to back up my pump and dump, what was one of your main reasons for going to college? I feel like, well, okay, it's probably going to be more than one thing. So, <laughs> it was like, because I had my grandparents, like my grandparents, I lived with them and they raised me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were my motivation. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, I got to make them proud. You know what I'm saying? Like, got to get this done. You know, they, they hold it down for me, you know. And then my next thing was I wanted to get out. Like, I wanted to be able to experience life because my grandparents raised me. I was sheltered, you know. <laughs> so so I wanted to experience life and just be able to go somewhere else. I didn't want to stay home. I wanted to go somewhere else. I knew that would be a way to go somewhere else, make them proud. And, like, you know what I'm saying? And a way of doing better for myself in the future. And oddly enough, like, when it came down to, like, going to college, like, I feel like I did pretty well in school or whatever. But there was, like, with the, with the I guess, like, our, pretty much the people that help you do the FAFSA and all those things like that, mm-hmm. they, they were, I guess they, you know, they had their group that they were normally seeing all around the time, you know, or all around school or whatever. So they had their normal group. Mm-hmm. So, um, so girl, when I ended up just like applying, I just heard one of the other girls talk about they were going to U of M. Like, I wanted to go to Michigan, girl. I wanted to keep being a Wolverine. Like, what? I wanted to go far as fuck. Like, I just wanted to keep. I just didn't want. I didn't want to be close. I didn't want to go far. I didn't want to go to Southern, which is a family school. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go to Grambling because that's the rival of the <laughs> family school. So I just. I didn't want to go to Northwestern. It was really, really in the back door. So I, I that was just my number to, one school. And see, I didn't want to go anywhere close. Um, so it just became like, oh, what about that school? Now I just looked it up, applied, and that was the only school that I applied to. The only school I got in, oh like, like that was one and one. Y'all, I hate you know? her. <laughs> The like, only school I applied to and the only school I got into was ULM. Same situation. Um, that's the only thing I did. Like, and, and I just heard, like, I just heard them over talking. Like, y'all, like, when I tell you I really didn't know anything about, like, doing anything with school, I did it all on my own. Dead serious. I, um, when it came to FAFSA and stuff, did all that, didn't know what I was doing. Just got my mama to sign. Like, hey, I got to go, you know, and, <laughs> and did my uh, did, did my ACT. I only took it once. Didn't know, like, if I would have went back and, like, did it again. Like, mm-hmm. I just... I just was taking it. Like, I just did. And I was we like, just oh, found okay. out the steps and, and we're like, this is what I'm going to do. Bro, didn't freaking do a little trial run or nothing. Y'all took the shit one time. was like 
I could have got like tops, like mm-hmm. where they would have paid for school. Didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know any of these things. So I ended up paying for school anyway. But now I'm one of the only people in my damn graduating class that I know that's going for a whole ass doctorate now. Damn. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, if they have a master's, you know what I'm right. saying? Or if they graduated from college yet. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But when like people people have their their peak their picks and chooses. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. People have their picks and chooses. They have who they feel like is gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, they put a bunch of effort into those people. And those people normally I'm not speaking bad on those people, but they, they usually make an ass out of you and you make an ass <laughs> yeah. out of yourself because people tend to, you know, say rude stuff to people they feel like, you know what I'm saying? Oh well she's smart, but mm-hmm. uh she's not in tune with all this other stuff. Baby, mm-hmm. I'm here. Right. <laughs> you know how many kids just not even showing up to this mug, you know what I'm saying? But that's that's what I think about the amount of if I would have had the amount of guidance that I needed when it came down to school stuff, like where Bingo. I could have been now, you know what I'm saying? That like I didn't is have my that guidance. Whole entire pump and like, fucking dump is that I feel like I really can't speak for any other community. But I feel like for the black community, for the last probably two to three generations, we were told. So I say two to three because, you know, my parents are, which you can relate, your dad is out of the normal age range of like other people's parents. So my parents are enough to be my grandparents. And that is all that was like instilled in us is you have to go to school and to me, there were so many other options of things we could have did, but they didn't know that at the mm-hmm. time. So my pump and dump is basically I feel like we shouldn't be instilling the same thing in our kids. Mm-hmm. Like things have changed. So before a four year education might cost you five, six hundred dollars. Right. And now they're going to I'm you. in $20,000 <laughs> worth of debt for four years of college. What the fuck? And that's not counting my double masters. Like the for what I paid for four years of undergrad, I paid every semester of grad school. And that does not make sense. And so that's the only option we had. We were told like you have to go to school because this is the only way you're gonna make it out. So then I go to school and I find out it doesn't matter if you get this undergrad degree in psychology. That does shit. That gets you a managerial position at McDonald's. Right, like you can go to McDonald's and be a manager with that psychology four year degree, but, nobody, but you can't do shit else with that. I feel like nobody was, and I said I tell this to Marcus all the freaking time. Nobody tells you to go to school for what's gonna make you money. So Bingo, you can fund your dream. Yes, because that is the, I that love is my talking issue. to people, and I went to school for my freaking dream. If I would have known going to school for my dream was going to financially burden me mm-hmm. to be like, to like, it, it, it but makes me feel like it But that's the much. damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Like, they couldn't tell us that because they didn't know that at the yeah. time. They because, were figuring it out because they freaking uh, guidance counselors at a school knowing damn well they wouldn't even want you. Right. And that's what made me mad. And when I talked to my parents about it. What they told me is when they were growing up, the only options they had, my mom as a woman could only be a teacher or she could be um, a librarian. And then my dad could only work as a trash man 
or he could be, I can't believe, I don't remember what the other thing, but they had basically two options of what they could do mm-hmm. in their life. And mind you, my parents went through segregation. So my mom was the first black person to integrate the school system. My dad chose not to because he was the last year before it became legal that you all had to integrate. Mm-hmm. So like that should let people know this shit ain't happened like forever ago. These right. are, this is my mom and my fucking dad. Okay. <laughs> And they had two options of what they could be. So when my mom finally got the opportunity to go get her college degree, and then when I was born, go get her master's, that was a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. And so it was passed down like her kids are all going to go to school. But they didn't tell you what to go for. They didn't tell you like, if you go for psychology, you're not going to be shit. You're not going to make any fucking money. But if you go for like pharmacy, there's a difference. So I feel like... they also didn't freaking tell us, oh, if you keep going in psychology, you get your own business. Girl, it's a gold mine. And then yeah. when you do have black people that figure that out, they abuse the freaking system, get audited, get their people who are working under them, mm-hmm. freaking, you know what I'm saying? Get them a bad name on their license and stuff. You pay them, pinch them, you paying them five freaking dollars, and they're giving yeah. their whole life to these people. Yeah. Because I don't know if like people understand, like, it's awesome, but the thing is, like, girl, you need to, I always call it, like, a gas station. I have very few people who I can go and get a refill from, but mm-hmm. I have so many people that come and get freaking diesel, like, right. freaking tanks from me. Right. And it's just, like, you have very few people you can go and get that refill from. So, you try to you try to make sure you nurture, you know what I'm saying? Right. You try to, I'm not throwing trash down when I get to that gas station because I know, you know what I'm saying? I done passed by a bunch of gas stations on the way that just, that, that gas doesn't fit well in my car. You right. know what I'm saying? I start hearing stuff ticking. I, it just don't <laughs> work right. You know, my car not working right when I stop at these other gas pumps. So I know this is my good gas pump. Right. They got the clean bathrooms in case I'm, you know, on a long travel break, you know. They got the good snacks, the right. good polar pops, you know what I'm saying? They have not the polar pops. The biggest cup, you got all the same price, you know what I'm saying? Six Girl, they even had a paradise. Girl, I don't know if you remember a paradise, but that Damn. was the shit. Ooh, and Jamaica be crazy. Uh, yeah, and then have the goddamn uh, freaking uh, French vanilla cappuccino <laughs> machine in there. God, this motherfucker That's is right. That's a good gas station. You know what I'm saying? This is the good gas station. Okay. So, you know, when you have, when you meet those people that refill you, that give you that boost, man, you got to take care of them, man. I.E. 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 So stupid. <laughs> so fucking dumb, Y'all, that be for that, but I mean her. <laughs> so stupid. But my pump and dump summary is just like, guys, if you're young enough to go to college or you're listening to this and you're wondering what to do, like, make sure you're doing something that you're passionate about, but that is, uh, that is also going to make you money and that's going to support the lifestyle that you're trying to have. And if you have kids, support them in whatever dream that they have outside of college. College is not the only way. Becoming not. a plumber, becoming an electrician, having some type of trade. Most of those things cost a lot less money and you make a lot more money mm-hmm. than people with the actual degree. Or, you know, sending your kid to some type of apprenticeship. Um Allowing them from a young age, if they like to work on cars, to go spend summers at a garage just sweeping the floors. Like, you cannot imagine what a kid can learn 
just from being in the environment of where they're trying to get. Mm -hmm. So, like, expand your mind, expand your kids' minds as to what they can do and how they can get where they want to go without thinking that college is the only way to go. And a huge gem that I've learned and I've been teaching to anybody who listen is those first couple years of college are all about basics. Mm -hmm. So it's like your English, your math, all those things that you need for a four-year accredited college, you can go to a community college and get that shit. And you can live at home, rent-free. You can, or if you have those parents that make you pay rent, that rent's going to be a lot less than what you would pay back in a loan. And so, then the next thing with that, just to piggyback off that shit, you go back, you get that degree over there and get that associates because right now with the workforce, the bachelor's is right next to the associates, associates. on what's required of a job. Right. So don't even get it twisted. Right. right and you can take, yeah, and you can take what you get at that community college, transfer it to a four-year college afterwards and pay half or even like, I would say more than half, you would pay less than that in your tuition so what you would pay and you're already going to be working because you're going to already be in your field bingo so think about that and and give yourself that grace to not feel like oh well i'm a freshman i'm 18 and everybody's at auburn but i'm at you know brcc mm-hmm. you know i'm at the community college don't feel any type of way you're still getting the same education but actually you're being smarter because you're getting it for less and you're, you're getting the same education as everybody else, and it can be transferred later. So that was my pump and dump. Um, so the next thing I kind of wanted to do was talk about... <laughs> this is the part I didn't want to do with jazz, y'all. Oh, Lord. What is <laughs> So I've started to, from what Tara was telling me, they're called kinship ties. So it's things that you remember about someone or that makes you think about them. And when I thought about doing this with Jazz, I didn't want to do it (laughs) because nothing is simple with us. It's not. Don't don't, you say. I don't even know (laughs) what I can think of that makes me think of Jazz. I guess the first thing. (laughs) This is horrible. Okay. You used to live with me. Mm -hmm. And Jeremy. And my roommate at the time, we call her Mo. They used to talk about us. Did you know this? Bitch, I know you motherfucking lying. <laughs> what the fuck they said about us? And you better call his ass too sweet off this shit. Get ready too, shit. But you better get ready and call his ass. Wait. Okay. In a hurry, goddamn. You get ready to call okay. his ass right away. So, when we live, when Jazz used to live with me, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and my roommate used to talk about us. And they used to say we had our own language. Bitch, I don't even know what you were going to say. Because that's what I was exactly what the fuck I was going to say. I already warned Jess before we got on here not to speak this way. Because <laughs> I felt like y'all weren't going to hear us. Okay, so guys, this was not planned. We have never rehearsed this shit. I swear to you. Y'all, she didn't have to take her glasses off. She had to like, Lil Wayne, 
I'm in the studio. Get louder. <laughs> I did have to take my glasses off. Oh my gosh. So sometimes this still comes up because I get mad all over again. Because <laughs> you better start telling me some. Because we call me. But I, I would have never known this if I didn't catch them one time. So we were talking and they were in the kitchen looking at us like we were just disgusting. And I was like, what is wrong with y'all? And I heard Mo say to Jamie, like, yeah, they only do that when they're together. I never hear her talk like that when she's by herself. <laughs> and Jeremy was like, yeah, they sound stupid. <laughs> couldn't do it but it's just i don't know how to, do you know bitch, how that, we're doing it right now you're gonna listen back and listen this whole way through because we always get because we always be high pitch as fuck and we meet each other at the same okay, spot okay but time. we're high pitch but we're whispering <laughs> god i can't stand when people tell me that shit jazz you're whispering no the fuck i'm not bitch i'm screaming side story the first time I met Jess, she was screaming but whispering at the same time. And I never in my life seen this shit before. And it's very animated. So she was like. <laughs> <laughs> but soon enough, I realized, oh shit, I do that shit too. <laughs> with jazz is that silent scream like when i get super excited i'll do it and the first person that comes to mind is jazz and it's not just a scream y'all it's a whole jazz hand <laughs> i was people can see us it is a full jazz hand oh loud scream but out of whisper so mad at them right now <laughs> But they hated it. Oh, Jazz, they shit. hated us for it. Like, any time we would get together and start speaking like that, they would cringe. And he just told me recently, like, <laughs> he hated that shit. And he said he used to just sit and judge the fuck out of us and be like, what is wrong with the two of them? Why are they grown as fuck with the same shit? Girl, we just be up, bro. We so... And then we dance when we eat and shit. We just ain't got. We just ain't got. We ain't got all the pieces. Fuck. Shit. People be so grown all the time. Fuck them. I think that's why we click so well. Is because she gets it. Like I don't want to be an adult all the time. That's boring. I want to forever be a kid and like keep my childishness. And I get a biblical sense of it of like, you know, when you're an adult, you're supposed to not give away childish things. But I just can't do it. I want to jump on trampolines. I want to pop balloons. 
I want to do all the fun well, shit. You know that's crazy. I'm glad you brought that up. What? The biblical part. Because you know what I'm saying? People, you know, it does say, you know, you know, you put away your child. But, and then it tell us the... To have that openness to learn like a child. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> you want to pick one and stick That's with it. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> now, you, you see how you just, you see what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, I just, I can't give it up. Like, literally to me, that is a part of your happiness. And I don't see why people are so quick to give Ooh, that up. They have those deep voices. They sound so grown. <laughs> I my voice so high pitched, and then even when I'm whispering, like even when I'm talking to like, I talk to my husband. It probably like, it probably to me, I know when I'm being mean, but to him, he's just like, he probably can't even take me serious because my voice, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, and then oh my gosh, like when I was in like high school, girl, like they would be like, who is this phone? Who is this calling this phone? Sound like a sex phone operator? What? <laughs> I think that that's like my number one association with you. Um, Anything else is just like anytime somebody talks about a little sister, I think about you because I don't have any other little sister besides my sister-in-law. So like I really despise little sisters. (laughs) I do not fuck with them. I never wanted one. It wasn't my thing because they spoil and I know how I am and I've always been the baby sister. So I'm and just I, like, let's just go ahead and no. let y'all know I am spoiled. She <laughs> flew, y'all, she flew all the way here. Well, we flew her out though. We flew her out. She had her flued out nails and everything. We flew her out here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I'm trying to just fuck. <laughs> y'all, so we, yes. She flew me out, and I made sure my nails and my hair was done to take my flute out picture. <laughs> because who else going to fly me yeah, out? I'm married. flew me way. I flew her way. I'm talking about you flew me. Ooh. I flew her way out here, y'all, because we just moved out here or whatever. We like it. But we moved all the way out here, and we had, like, you know, we had this big event. We had this big Marine Corps ball, girl. And so we had to be right. And, y'all, she came out here just to take care of my baby. Well, and me, because she always cooked for us or whatever. So, she came out here and cooked for us every day that we've been here. And she took care of my baby the whole weekend while we went got a beach house in Myrtle Beach, y'all. Like That's not your baby. That's my baby. That's our kid. Like, at this fucking point. But, y'all, that's what I'm saying right there. So, she, yeah, That's why she didn't want me. That's why she didn't want me. Because I don't have to take care of nobody. I did come up with my, um... <coughs> My thing that oh, I you have an association? I do. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what is Girl, it? Okay, it's going to sound funny, but you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm so glad that Jeremy said what he said, so I'm on his ass. <laughs> so, my thing with you was um, um, massages and hair rubs. And hair rubs. <laughs> you owe me one, bitch. You should have reminded me. I want one tonight. Thank you very much. Okay, dude, dead ass. I gotta show you this woman, bro. This woman, I don't know. She and then I think she lives in like Charlotte right now. Dude, how how about she does like the massages, like to music and stuff. Like she does it like with full body. And I was like, damn, did I go into the wrong shit? Because I'm really good at that. Like I'm really in tune with music to like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all. And I was like, damn, like what if I went into the wrong shit? Girl, I I stalked this woman's face for an hour last night. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, am I doing the wrong shit? So, backstory. 
This is the reason Jeremy don't like me now. This really is the number one association. Anytime I get a head scratch, it don't matter if it's by a child or my husband, jazz is coming to mind. And the reason why is I love for people playing my hair. Not the first week I get it done when it's straight because oils are in people's hands and it'll make my hair really oily and it speeds up the process. But any other time, I love a fucking head scratch. I am a true Estero poodle, like scratch the poodle's head. Yes, it's amazing. But the first time Jazz played in my hair, we were sitting around and there was like loud music playing and she scratched my head to the song, okay? Like to the beat or the lyrics. I don't know which one it was, but it was amazing. And it felt like a full experience. And it is the best head scratch I've ever had in my life. And Jeremy hates that. Every time he's playing my head, I'll be like, can you do it like jazz? <laughs> can, can I just play like two, three songs on a playlist and you just do it like jazz? And he always gives you this look like, I fucking hate you. Go be with jazz then. <laughs> So maybe that is my number one association. I'd be like, um, this weekend, could you like scratch my head like jazz? <laughs> and the look on his face is always like, fuck you, bitch. Go find jazz. But I, I don't know. It's the best head scratch I've ever had in my life. See, that's what I'm telling you, bitch. I think I done got the wrong shit. Because, girl, that woman getting paid for this. Man. Now, mind you, it's so serious. The head scratch is so serious. I paid someone to to actually wash my hair like jazz. And I wish this was a lie, but I think I have videos somewhere I can show you. I went to Memphis. I went, okay, first, let's backtrack. I went on Instagram and started looking up um, hairstylists in Memphis. And I purposely watched every video to see how they washed hair. And I finally found this lady. It's Elevate Hair is all I remember her name is being on um, Instagram. But she, I went to her because I was like, this is jazz. I don't fucking found it, bitch. <laughs> she has music playing. Um, but she doesn't actually like massage her head to the music. But there's like calming music in the background. She has a steamer. And she steams your scalp the whole time. And she massages it. And her massage, she was um, doing a silk press. But the shampoo portion is no less than 20 minutes. And she massages the whole time. And then she has this refrigerator right next to the the bowl. And it has fresh cut limes and oranges and lemons in it. And they're frozen. And she like squeezes this cold juice onto your hot head. Oh my God. I was like, yes, ma'am. Add the extra 10 minutes. I need that. That is the first person I was like, yes. I found your competition, bitch. But yeah, that's my association. It is the head scratch because Jeremy is like, I can't wait for you to get back to Jeremy. Jeremy, hey, that's why I'm glad I said it, man. But I'm that's glad, crazy. And I'm glad you said it on this doggone record. So he can hear that. That's the best one. Mr. I'm talking about you with Mo. I can't believe this shit. But that's how Jeremy got me from Jump. Is like 
Sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm so stressed oh, uh, out. I, I have to do this homework. And he would come out of nowhere, y'all. When I say nowhere, I'm in my sorority sister, my line sister's room. And I'd be like, man, I got to do this homework. It's going to take me to like 2 o'clock in the morning. And he'd be like, I got you. And he'll just sit behind me and plan my hair the entire time I'm doing homework. It don't matter if it's two hours or five hours. Jeremy's there to play in the hair, okay? <laughs> and like one time I took a nap. And he played in my hair till I took a nap. And when I woke up, he was still playing in my hair. And it had been hours. And I was like, he's a creeper. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Ah, But we weren't, I didn't like, like him or we weren't together at the time. It was just like his way of playing a long game and in real life <laughs> and he got enough on the head scratches but he's just not at jazz's level yet he ain't there but he's working on it he's still with the ring on I the finger I fucked up man that girl getting paid for this shit you I might need a side job you might need a side job cause there is a guy he does um, massages like to music. Shout out to Demar Jackson, that somebody went to school with. <laughs> Mr. Pooh my dress, but he didn't cut him <laughs> off. But um, he had a song that came out that this guy was massaging people to, and it looks like the most sexual, sensual. I think I know what you're talking about. Massage in she, life. That's what she does. In life. but she like sometimes oh, it looks I see so good. She got naked with some people. I guess it just mm-hmm. depends on what you pay for. Like she got naked with some people, but she wears like lingerie to most of it. So it's oh. like really intense or whatever, but she has her managers and stuff to come with her. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Still like she can No, this guy, I think it's called Pure Relief, but he yeah, is like, it's that. by himself. And a lot of the clients that he has are like uh, plus size women. Mm-hmm. And he, like the way he loves on these women and their thighs and their stomach just make you feel like he is fucking them. But he'd be like, these are just my clients. I have nothing to do with them. Because sometimes he'll sit on the massage table and put you in between his legs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I couldn't do that. And listen, As a married woman, I feel like that's too far. Because that's it's sensual. It's not sexual. Girls, girls, she had right. girls. And like, and she's like, she's ex-military. So yeah. she also. So she's strong. She, yeah, <laughs> but she knew how to be who she needed to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she would come yeah. back when she was with a man. Then she'll go forward. You know what I'm saying? I could do that. Yeah, she was about to take them folks up out of here. Yeah, I could do that. I'm telling because you. Because I, I feel like I'm married. So there's a certain threshold you just shouldn't cross. And being sensual is sometimes Ten times worse than being sexual. Because mm, you got your mind. And, and like your spirit, you your your spirit is open. Your chakras are open. Like everything about you is open to accept this person's energy. Mm. And to me, that's 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 crossing the line. I couldn't do it. Now the massage looks amazing, so I send them to Jeremy so that he can learn to do those techniques too. <laughs> but other than that, no. And actually, we got a massage table like they have on there. Um, these, uh, it was like a massage parlor or somewhere they had closed down. So they were selling all their equipment and he ended up getting a whole massage table for like $25. Bitch, what the fuck are y'all doing then? Living. Bullshit. <laughs> Living. Bullshit. But he'll give me massages and like that's how it started was me sending him. That's how it started. I bet. With me sending videos like, hey, this looks good, nice. Like. And if you do a massage, can you give a jazz <laughs> to find out what she does? Because I know I've said that out of my mouth way too many times. Like, can you call jazz and see how those head scratches work? 
Or like, okay, okay, I know it's the, I know that it's only three minutes left in this basketball game, and I know it's the finals, but could you just rub my head like jazz for those last three minutes? I'm your friend. <laughs> Listen, that's where you gotta start coming up with shit. Like, I'll be your come friend. on, we got a wager going here. I'll be your friend. Oh no, we do this shit all the time. Okay, so when we get to Sam's, we're gonna get there at three thirty three. What do you think the time's gonna be? He'll be like. 347. Okay, if I win, I get a head scratch. Like, jazz. <laughs> it already happens all the time. If it's not a head scratch like jazz, it's a foot rub. But, like, yeah, we wager shit all the time, all day long. All fucking day long. Right now, we got a bet on the, the bank in town. What? <laughs> I swear we make bets on any fucking thing. The bank in town is a Regents. It closed down, but the ATM is still open. But they painted it white and put these fancy ass fucking awnings and shit on it. This motherfucker gonna bet it's still a bank. That ain't a motherfucking bank. That's a boutique. So, yep, till it open, we gotta run a bet. Good, cause what? The I fuck bet is that it's a boutique. He bets it's a new bank. So whoever wins, I can bet. I don't know. I don't know which one it's gonna be. Shit, now I'm all, thinking. But all white with black trimming? That's not a bank. Oh, like, I don't even know what bank that'll be. Ain't no bank with all white brick and black trimming. That's not a thing. I win. It's fine. When I get back in town, I'm going to look at the construction to find out. Because I need to win this head scratch. And I bet a full body massage on this one. I don't even remember what he bet. But it was something I probably don't want to do. So, that'll be fine. <laughs> it is what it is. But I'm, I'm going to win. There's no bank. That's white brick with black everything. Y'all, trimming. if y'all don't know anything. the bank, y'all better let us know. <laughs> let me know the bank. She might need to change this shit up. Help me, listeners. Help me. If you were listening to this and you know a bank <laughs> that is all white with black trimming. Oh, good. They going to have some. Her up. <laughs> And leave me a message. Because <laughs> I need to know because I got to change it. I got to change it. And maybe he won't listen to this episode. <laughs> and I can cheat That's when you know shit that got bad. <laughs> she don't even want him to listen. Support me after I win. <laughs> help me to help you to help us. You feel me? <laughs> so my last part of this is affirmations. So usually I end with like something that I've heard or that I've been living by for like the last couple weeks. So give the people an affirmation. What can they live by? Shit, why you won't go first? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the guest, bitch. That's why. Hell, I ain't no female. You don't got to extend the arm back for me first. You go first. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> a woman's gone. Um, let's see. I think my affirmation, actually, there was another part I wanted to do. We can add that at the end, though. My affirmation for this week would be, hmm. Girl, I wanted your mama to listen to this, but now I'm hurting. (laughs) Oh, we done cussed like crazy. She gonna be like, oh my gosh, my baby. Leave my proper mother where she is. Actually, my mom ain't worried about us. She in Mexico. But I still want her to hear <laughs> This was a good podcast, but I'm feeling bad. I'm supposed to send this to everybody I know. <laughs> now I done cussed up 
that's how things go. We live our truth over here. Uh, I'm sitting there, but I know just. What is a good affirmation? I want my affirmation to be around this week. So it is Thanksgiving week. Okay. And I want people to be grateful for where they are. That's my affirmation. Be grateful for where you are. Because a lot of people are going to go home and be around family. And they're going to be questioned about why they're married with no kids. Or why they're single without a partner or why they're with someone, but they're not at the Thanksgiving (laughs) Um, or, you know, why they're a fifth year senior. It's just Mm going to be a lot of questions about your life and about what you have going on. Mm -hmm. Just be grateful for where you are because it can always be so much fucking worse Mm -hmm. and you can definitely be in a worse place. So even when these people start all they nosy ass questioning and they start with their bullshit. Just be grateful for where you are. And don't feel bad for where you are based on other people's questioning. Because I'm pretty sure you can ask Aunt Gail why her husband ain't there. And why she ain't sucked dick in seven years. God damn. But you ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but we asking them questions because we respectful. So they should not be asking you about your life either. So just go be grateful. Be grateful for the people that are in your life. Be grateful for the people that aren't. Because there's a reason that they're not there. So that's my for this week. Just be grateful for where you are in life. That's my affirmation. Stick with that one. I mine is strict. <laughs> what the fuck is that Because I've been mean? telling everybody this. I remember we got on the phone and had the four or five... Five, six, seven, eight, wait, whatever. How many of us was on the phone? We had that. Remember, I was like, my thing for the year and next year is discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my thing. Like, I feel like with discipline, my life is going to take a, a turn. Like, you know, and the excitement that I have for what I'm looking forward to is indescribable. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's, that's like, it's not an affirmation. Like, it's not like a kumbaya thing. But I feel like if I do what I have to do right now, it's going to be kumbaya in this motherfucking little bit. Shit, it's about to be all right in this So, that's a little affirmation. Be, be disciplined. Yeah, like, it's just like, I feel like if I, if I go ahead and take this to the chin right now, you know what I'm saying? There'll chin be more up. benefit later. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, chin up, chest out, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right now, if I go ahead and I book her down, you know, it, it'll it be all right. It, it's, I mean, it's me. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's me, and I'm dealing with God. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This my God. You know what I'm saying? He the... It's me. Like, <laughs> I feel like the song, is me, is me, is me, oh Lord. You know what I'm saying? You know, he, he just ain't let me down like that for me to not feel confident. Right. You know what I'm saying? He definitely didn't bring you this far to leave you, yeah, so. Yeah, so I, I feel real confident. I'm really excited. But I know I have to do my part because uh, he really been carrying me. If we're going to be honest about it, he really been carrying me a long way. And literally. Just picking me up by my pigtails and bringing me on through because I, I, I've been doing what I want to do, how I want to do it a lot. And, you know, it's just, it's time out for a lot of stuff. Because, like, we started this sun going off, like, with the, um, 
with the current events and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, it ain't time for that. And I'm not saying, I'm not one of those people saying, like, it's the end of the times and all that. Girl, it's been bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, stuff been going on. I'm not saying it. I'm saying, for my life, what I need to see is better. You know, what I right. want to see is better. Now, what I have right now is best. But mm. I know it's not. You know, it's not the end all be all. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? I, and with discipline, you know there's more saying? that can come. Oh, so much, girl. So that's, I think that's, that's where I'm at. Well, yeah. The conversation she's talking about is we had like a a meeting with all of our college friends. So we're very close. It's six of us? I think so. Five. Five of us. Mm -hmm. And um, we just happened to get on a Zoom call and check in on each other and see where we're at for the year and like what's going on in our lives. And that was one of the things that we all took out of it was that we need to be more disciplined and more consistent with our discipline and that we all feel like that'll be something that really moves us forward in our lives and the endeavors that we have. Um, so that's a good one. So the affirmations that you guys have for right now are to be grateful for where you are and to be disciplined. Um, usually that's where I would end this, but since it's Thanksgiving week and this is my absolute favorite holiday because I am a fatty, fat, fat cakes and I <laughs> love food, but also because my family is the shit and Thanksgiving to me is just like everything. So my grandmother's 93, she's still living and she still cooks. Um, but now finally in the last year or two, she's given up the reins and kind of made it to where we kind of help to cook. But, um, for us, like Thanksgiving is big. We are drinking, we are eating by 1030. We have had mimosas. We are living our best life. My sister is a in-house DJ. So she has all her equipment set up. Like it is a party. I freaking love Thanksgiving. So by like, I would say about one o'clock, we've had at least two plates of food. You've had your dessert and you've had half a bottle of whatever you're drinking. Oh, and we are like slow dancing. Anita Baker's playing in the background, but the bounce version. So everybody's shaking ass. Like <laughs> it is a whole situation. The kids on the trampoline, they throwing balls. It is amazing. I freaking love Thanksgiving. Like it is just for us. It's always just been a big, huge party and a time to eat. And I love eating. That is just my thing. <laughs> uh, only thing I miss is my mama. She used to make pumpkin pie. And I've heard all my life it's a white girl thing, and I'm fine with that. But uh, everybody else eats sweet, sweet potato pie, but she would make me a pumpkin pie. Yeah. And when she passed, that was like the last of it. No one's ever made it for me again. I don't know how to make it. So I usually buy a small piece and just like sit and think about her and like reminisce. But it's my shit. So my last thing, since this is a special episode, is I was going to ask you, what is your favorite food to eat on Thanksgiving? Dressing. Well, damn <laughs> let me get my question out shit <laughs> what dressing kind of cranberry sauce baby dressing with cranberry sauce what kind of dressing like cornbread dressing mm -hmm. you like it spicy or mild cause we made two at my, at my grandma's mild. Okay, my grandma used to make a really really big spicy and a small mild but now it's swapped. And I'm not sure why, because I don't eat cornbread dressing. I'm going to try it this year. Okay? It's new. 
it's okay, miss me. But Ooh. I don't want her to leave this earth and me not know what it tastes like. So I'm gonna try it this year, but it's never been my thing. But now she makes a small, spicy, and a a really large, um, mild one. But yeah, usually there's hot and there's mild cornbread dressing. Do you eat cranberry sauce? Like, is it homemade or is it just the one out the can? The one out the can. The the one out the can. Given what it's supposed to have gave. Because my, my nephews are all super spoiled and they will not eat it out of the can. They Girl. have to have the homemade one that my sister makes. When I tell you. And she, you they know. make it sound like it takes eight days and, and at least two walks of slavery to get through. Like as if the shit is just like the best. She was like, Tiffany, it takes me like 15 minutes to make this stuff. But they will only do homemade. They're all spoiled Girl. right. But I I don't know if I've ever had cranberry dressing. Like, because I don't like the actual cranberries to be. I just like the little jelly cranberries. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like it like And see, that's what she makes. She makes the actual cranberries. See, no, but I've never had either one. So don't, I mean, maybe I that's new. Just try it with the juice. <laughs> don't do it with the cranberries. Yet. I ain't that yet. I ain't that kind of. Those yeah. are two things I don't eat. Um, Girl, My favorite thing to eat. Too, like, yeah, my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite would be the pumpkin pie before my grandmother passed, which was in 2011. So it's been a really long time since I've had pumpkin pie. But um, other than that, it's my daddy's fried turkey. And it's because that don't make no fucking sense for a bird to taste like that. (laughs) He marinates it and then he shoots it up with red wine and um, this butter sauce. And then now he doesn't fry it in oil. He does the, like, before air fryers were ever a thing, he had an infrared fryer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And so when you cut it open, you can see the striations of where the red wine and, like, all the juices went in. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but for me, everybody loves my macaroni and cheese. And I be fixing the macaroni's make it's never been the same. I feel like it's never been consistent. And it's because my my great aunt used to make it, but when she passed away, it got passed down to me to make because she told me the recipe. Mm, but I was young and I I've done a lot of things to alter my brain since then. So I don't really remember. And then our friend Sherry, her mom makes macaroni and cheese. And I asked her for her recipe. Now, my family, we don't give away recipes. You will not know how anybody makes any of this shit. <laughs> In Sherry's family, they give away all the recipes. So when I asked and she gave it to me, I was like, are you ill? <laughs> like, I really I really had to call her and be like, is your mama okay? Because she gave me the recipe. And she was like, girl, we share recipes in my family. Like, oh, that's a thing? Girl. Because I was scared that mama was dying. Like, she gave me this recipe with ease, bitch. I'm confused. But I'm excited because I'm going to be close to her for Christmas, so she's going to make me macaroni and cheese. (laughs) I'm so excited. But that's my favorite would be the pumpkin pie and the the turkey. That's like what I'm going in for. But now that I don't eat meat, the ham is every fucking thing. Because I eat ham once a year and I'm like, hmm. So we do the honey baked ham. But this year is going to be really good because I'm going to use my honey. Ha <laughs> 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 But I'm not going to put it on everybody. Just don't mind. 
But I did see a picture of somebody using infused honey. Oh, Lord. And they Don't put it tell on me it was the one that's making everybody ready for action. Oh, Lord. Grandma I was like, that is so fucked up. 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 You cannot put, like, Viagra honey on the ham for everybody. You also cannot put cannabis infused honey on the ham for everybody to eat. Like, oh, that just sounds like it'd be bad, bad, bad. But it, I feel so it'd be bad. interesting. <laughs> everybody, you know, everybody gonna be legs so tight, don't know what's wrong. Woo! That's how you gonna be all day. Come August, they're gonna lock the babies. <laughs> lock the lock the babies. Oh, we gotta get on up out of here. <laughs> Sharon, you ready? Right. We're gonna have to do this. Earl thing. Wayne, you ready to get on up out of here? Better G! <laughs> John Wayne! John Wayne! I cannot. Oh, well, God. guys, it has been fun. It has been great. Yeah, I want to come back and this shit was cool. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till Car get on here so I can hear him laugh. I'm going to be so excited. Oh, my goodness. I'd like to wish you light and love on your journey. And I hope you enjoyed the Loquacious Podcast with Tiffany. I'll talk to y'all later. Toodles!